0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: Welcome back to the Rotating Heroes podcast. I am Zach Oyama and I'm here with... Jasper William Cartwright. Hi, Zach. How are you? Oh, I'm doing good. I'm, uh... Look, we're pretty far through Arc 1. I, this is no. quite the adventure.
2: It truly is. Like, what a gorgeous little trio as well.
1: <laughs> <Like>. mm-hmm. <laughs> There's no other word to describe them. They're gorgeous. They're just, they're just gorgeous. Uh,
2: Uh, it was very funny. I, uh, my, my, my darling wife was helping me, uh, go through some of these episodes and she was saying, she was like, I love Emily so much. She's met Emily a couple times, but she was like, please let Emily Mm -hmm. know that she is making me feel slightly queasy. Uh, I think it's just like the voice and constant <laughs> reference to kind of like just sort of disgusting horse related, uh, you know, jokes. She was just like, I just, it's just not for me.
1: <laughs> are, now, I, I know it's a thing in the United States. Are in the UK, do you have the phenomenon of little girls obsessed with horses and have horses on all their stuff?
2: Okay, so that was, this is a so,
1: stupid question, so maybe.
2: This is completely stupid question because that was my <laughs> wife's mum so this is part of the reason why oh. i think she has such a visceral reaction to this because she was like yeah. you know she, growing up m- my wife was forced to have a horse like as in like my her mum was like right girls because she, she's got two other sisters and she's like forced right girls you're gonna to have, have a horse, horse. <laughs> you're gonna have a horse and you have to look after it and the way that my wife describes his horse is like was like the nastiest horse that refused to be trained it refused to be ridden it was just like it just existed to be difficult she,
1: it's like the monkey paw version of being a horse girl where you're like truly, don't want it at all no truly you have the worst horse
2: honestly she she hated this horse like she hated it oh my god she was just like it was just so rude and it would just kick and bite her all the time like she was well, like, why am I doing doesn't this? doesn't sound fun. Exactly. Yeah. It's just not good. I don't want to be that kind of nasty horse. Maybe, um, maybe, it needed a, uh, maybe it needed a saddle so it could ride its dolphin. Maybe that's what it was missing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you sort out a horse's behavioral problems. You yeah. let them give, have a saddle that they then use to ride a dolphin. They then use to ride a dolphin. Well, it often, we're picking but... back up in the story in uh, episode four, part one. Yes, is that correct? that is what we're doing right now. Take it away past Zach. <gasps>
2: <laughs> <laughs> nice.
1: Welcome back to episode four of the Rotating Heroes podcast. I'm joined again, as always, so
3: far by the first (laughs) ARCS crew.
4: No, no. So far.
3: Again, as, always so, far. as then, always, so far. As always, so far. As always, so
4: far. Stitch that on a pillow, ladies and gentlemen. And that's that's some fucking merch if I ever heard it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. Good
1: start. Always a good start here. <laughs> and I'll introduce them and they will respond as politely as possible. Uh, first off, we have Mike Trapp.
3: Uh, hello, thank you so much for having me. I know you're all very busy and surround the holidays. So thank you. Thank you so much.
1: <laughs> of course. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here.
3: Well, thank you mm-hmm. for having me.
1: And next up, uh, Emily Axford.
4: Hi, thank you so much for having me. Um, I, It's just always such a privilege to get to, you know, just play. Spread my mm-hmm. wings mm-hmm. and play.
1: Mm. Spread my wings and play. <laughs> I... <laughs> As always, so far. As always, so far.
4: <laughs> as, as always. And finally,
1: as so our third and final player, Siobhan Thompson.
4: Ho, ho,
0: ho. Merry Christmas. Oh, wait. <laughs> okay, Siobhan You're is, listening uh... to this after Christmas, but we're recording it before. Okay, then.
1: Santa controls time. <laughs>
3: Is there anything more polite than Santa?
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> An old man who demands you sit on his lap—that's politeness. <laughs> I have to say, yeah. <laughs> give me cookies.
0: <laughs> In England, you you give him brandy. You give him brandy and a mince pie.
3: That is <laughs> <it's> so funny. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say in England you give him biscuits. No,
0: you give him brandy, and then he gets absolutely.
3: And then he drives.
0: Tonked, and then he drives to well, the states. Actually, the like
4: reindeer drive. Yeah. Yes, that's <laughs> true. they also get okay. blast. They get carrots.
3: That's so funny to imagine Santa going to every house in the world and getting a little brandy in each of them. It's like. <laughs> Ten houses in. It's like, well, it's gonna oh, be a long night. Okay. The like, I do power three houses
4: in. <laughs> yeah. I guess he's got like just, some padding, so he can probably he can probably. That's throw him true. Fucking back, but he only drinks one night a year. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> the rest of the year, he's just fucking making toys in hopes <laughs> of getting brandy. <laughs> yeah.
1: He's so hungover, yelling at. to stop making toys.
3: Stop that hammering. (laughs) Jesus,
4: Jesus Christ.
3: You all have to stop for one night. (laughs)
1: oh wow i mean and speaking of santa possibly flying and falling through the air that that's as good of a segue as i can do uh (laughs) let's get into a recap of where we left off last time upon realizing galfas the horse wasn't in the lobby the remaining contestants followed barnabas's lead to the elevator with promises of finding galfas in the small forest atop the obelisk on the way up though they had their final challenge protect a copper egg from robo-snakes, all while avoiding the temptation of glittering, mesmerizing walls all around the battlefield. Our team definitely handled wave after wave of snake, Turbine skewering several, Brenda Elizabeth slowing them down and heating them up, Astrid standing completely still for the entire fight. You know, just teamwork. As the Robo-Snakes almost escaped with the egg, Brenda Elizabeth was able to perform a Hail Mary Misty Step to Turbine, who used a clutch levitate spell thanks to his little magnet boots and ended the battle floating safely above.
4: His little magnet boots? My little magnet boots. (laughs) Little magnet boots.
1: (laughs) 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 After successfully winning, Bink, Bonk, and Raider were tubed out of the competition, leaving our team and Barnabas securely at the top. But... Turbine noticed Galfast was nowhere to be seen. The crew grilled Barnabas, culminating with Astrid grabbing him by the neck and surprisingly ripping him from his entire mechanical body, revealing that Barnabas was actually Tradox, the gnome from the portrait in the lobby. Gasp. Before they <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> Gasp.
3: <laughs>
0: Gasp. Gasp.
1: Gasp classic uh, gasp gasp uh, gasp before they could hash it out a cold evil synthy voice emanated from the obelisk itself revealing some much more sinister plans were happening in the shadows the team's world literally came crashing down after the floor of the elevator below their feet dropped out from under them and that's where we are today so two things before we get into the falling part of this episode the only one to pass the dex check was brenda elizabeth with a 17 and then the other factor is that turbine is still
3: floating with the little magnet boots.
4: <laughs> His well, little magnet
0: boots. I'm fucked.
3: <laughs> so yeah, what does this translate to, to what we're seeing? Brenda Elizabeth is not falling. I have fallen, but I'm still floating, and Astrid is falling. Is that what's happening?
1: <laughs> so so Brenda Elizabeth, th- this is how this will work out mechanically. The floor of the elevator falls out from under you. Tradix makes eye contact with you full of surprise, scared, and begins to fall. Brenda, Elizabeth, by passing your dex check, you are able to stabilize yourself enough to have one turn before everyone starts falling.
4: Okay. (laughs) And is that right now?
3: That turn is right now.
1: The turn has begun.
4: (laughs) Okay.
3: It's always so funny to me to imagine like real time passing in the D and D world when it passes here. Where it's like it's like and everyone's falling and going. It's like ooh, let me look at my spells. <laughs> like gonna it. no, 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 we're falling.
4: <laughs> just okay. Not
3: right with you.
4: <laughs> I think that so I've stabilized myself. Am I like stable and on like a wall or something?
3: The
1: elevator comes up like just a floor. It doesn't have any surrounding walls. There were these like glimmering arena walls that i think retracted so there's not any walls. it's just like a surface that's fa- go- about to fall so down I'm, this time
4: i have a turn but i'm gonna be falling yes because i i essentially was like oh maybe i'll thorn whip to try to get um astrid to safety but it sounds like i'm not even in safety
1: and also this platform is really large if we remember from last <laughs> episode it was like a 60 foot arena for your side and then bink bonk and raider had their own side so it's 120 feet wide
4: 120 feet wide so casting entangle underneath it won't do anything because it's really big (laughs) casting thorn whip won't save astrid so i think i will just have to i think that i have nothing to do here that is helpful (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I think I am going to, since Brenda Elizabeth has run through all of these possibilities, she cannot save Astrid by using Thorn Whip. She cannot uh, prevent the fall uh, from casting a Tegel. So she is going to just use a bonus action to create healing spirit, which is basically just any if anyone touches it, they could get a D6. So I'm hoping if someone were to get knocked out and next to it, maybe they could get brought back to life.
1: <laughs> Does it move around?
4: Until the spell ends... Whatever you or a creature you can see moves into the spirit's uh, space for the first time or starts a turn there. You can cause the spirit to restore 1d6 hit points to that creature. No action required. The spirit can't heal constructs or undead.
3: So can you cast that at the base of the elevator shaft so we just fall into it?
4: Well, since we're on this... Platform, and it sounds like this platform's big. I'm going to do it right in between all three of us, or all four of us, even. I'll include this gnome, so that if anyone gets knocked out by the fall on their turn, they can get a d6 of hit points and have a turn. So that's a bonus action that I will also, <laughs> <laughs> as my action, I will take on a starry form. So I think I'm going to take on my. Everyone's good for hit points right now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Then, uh, fuck it. I guess I'm just going to take on my archer form just in case.
1: Okay. So you take on your archer form.
4: Mm, no, that's not good. If I want to keep this helix spirit up, I need my concentration, so I take on my dragon form. Okay. And that is what I fucking do.
1: Brenda Elizabeth dons her childlike uh, dragon costume <laughs> in the split second before this platform gives out. <laughs> Wait, uh, we're
4: falling? Zip.
1: <laughs> <laughs> As the uh, the platform gives out from everyone, everyone please roll initiative. And
4: okay. everyone should know that now a sparkly horse has uh, appeared, but it's a good horse. Uh, so you could take heels from it if you'd get hurt. Great. I got a 13 initiative. 18. 11. I'll
1: roll for 16. So, Turbine, you are still floating with your levitation boots. Levitation isn't like fly, though. Okay. So you can't really control yourself, and you don't have a flight speed of 60 or whatever. So you watch as everyone else begins to fall. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
3: So so just so I can I so just so I, I can understand this clearly uh I'm basically floating and the the ground floor falls out beneath us I remain floating like Wily e. <laughs> Coyote for a moment and then yeah. uh, I see everyone else falling down beneath me is that is that about right That is true and just to make sure that
1: I'm painting as clear of a picture as possible this obelisk is taller than the mountain itself okay this is very, very tall. You couldn't cast a spell where the lobby was. You, could, you can't see it from here, and it's also so, so, so far down. But, uh, yes. You begin to see everyone fall as you're floating. Okay.
4: Turbide, leave us! Leave us to die! <laughs> okay! <laughs>
3: it's, a, it's
1: immediately
4: on board. Yes, right!
3: <laughs> uh, I believe we established in a previous session that only wearing one of these boots gives you feather fall instead of levitating. So could I take off one of these boots and like chuck it at Astrid (laughs) so that she can have, so we can both feather fall a little bit?
1: Yes, I think, I mean, we the the rules were vague on this. Yes. I feel like you maybe used the levitation spell and that sort of used it up, but I'll allow you to make a
3: DC 20 Tinkerer check. Okay, <laughs> Do you have
1: tinkerer tools. I
3: have tinkerer tools, and in fact, I I'm I'm like an artificer, so I have. You have the artificer feet, right? That's what you mean. By I that? I have artificer feet, and I also like I basically built my character around like being able to tinker with shit. T- add twice your proficiency bonus to oh history checks related to magical items, alchemical objects, or technological devices. And I'm also proficient with Tinker's tools. I think I'm going to say that we we just need to make these choices faster just because sure. you're falling in real time. <laughs> um, <laughs> I initially thought that like just having only one boot would not be enough to lift me, so it would just be enough to kind of like sure. let me drift oh, down. Yeah, yeah. If that's not the case and I need to adjust them, then I'll do whatever rolls I, I need to in order to okay. make them adjust. Yeah,
1: so make that tinkerer's check to see if you can make that system work. Okay,
3: 11 plus 5
1: is 16. Okay, unfortunately... You don't think that if you throw it to Asteroid, that will work. But you're levitating above. It feels like you're not really going to be able to help people. It doesn't feel like you're going to be able to keep up with everyone as they start to fall. They're they're starting to fall. Too fast. fast. It's up to you what you do. You still have your turn. I don't think that... That was maybe like an object interaction. Okay.
3: Um. So I have to choose between uh, either either falling... Taking these off and falling with them or... Uh, fuck it, I'm gonna do that. I'll.
4: Uh... <laughs> Turbine, no, it's too metal. <laughs> it's too badass at extreme sports. You couldn't possibly. <laughs>
3: I'm gonna turn off the levitate and just sort of start like Mission Impossible style but with yes. my pointy hat, just like Hell, diving after yes. everyone.
0: <laughs> Incredible.
3: Turban, you fall
1: after everyone. <laughs> yeah. So you start falling. Is there anything else you want to do with this turn? I mean, is there anything else I can... Do I... Can do you I... have bardic inspiration? You could do that. You could give someone bardic inspiration. Sure. I, to let you know, the mechanic of this fight has not quite begun yet. Okay. Are people on the platform and the platform is falling, or are people falling through the air? People are falling through the air. The platform is falling in front of them.
3: Got it. I think Astrid still has a bardic inspiration left over from the do. last fight. You could also hold your turn
1: if you want to do that
3: oh sure yeah maybe just so i can, can get a better sense of what the hell's going on okay after you tradix goes he holds up a
1: little like clockwork amulet it's a little like copper thing with like a little uh cog that's like moving around with like little tinier cogs moving out around within that uh and he goes ah modrons to me and as he says that those little creature things that you caught at the beginning of this whole arc start flying around. Like they don't really know what's going on, but they are flying and flooding the tunnel, trying to help you guys. They're very small, but they are in the tunnel itself. And then Tradic says, just try to grab onto one. And he reaches out and he tries to grab one. I'll just roll for him. He misses it.
4: <laughs> like this. Like, they,
1: they can help you. Uh, they'll help you slow down. And as he says that, he misses one. <laughs> so as he misses it, that's the end of Traddix's turn. Turbine, you now see a bunch of Modrons filling the tunnel. Okay. To be clear, as this encounter goes on, if you don't do anything to slow your fall, you'll take full fall damage mm. at like 20d6. If you wow. grab one of these Modrons, you'll take 10d6 of damage. If you grab two, you'll take... Five d six and three will get rid of all the damage.
4: Okay, so the platform is completely gonna be gone.
1: Yes, the platform's okay. gonna be gone.
4: All right, everyone, ignore the healing spirit. It's uh, going to plummet. I'll say the
1: healing spirit is just falling <laughs> at speed with okay. <laughs>
4: healing spirit. Grab onto a modron.
1: <laughs> so it's all falling. All of these little little guys are coming out to try to help you. They're really small. Um, So they're only so helpful. You guys are going to fall for five rounds,
3: just to be clear. Okay.
1: So now next up, Trap, you can take your turn or you can
3: uh, wait. Can I do some kind of check to see if I know whether or not Modrons can be charmed? Yeah, I think they can be charmed. Okay. Cool. I would like to... (laughs) I would like to just... I, I'm just like copying Tradix and uh, like,
4: oh, oh yeah, Modron's to me! Uh,
3: but, uh, that, Are that, you man- sure I'm gonna, it really
4: didn't work out well for him? <laughs>
3: I'm going to cast suggestion uh, and I'm going to, well, my suggestion is Modron's to me. And I'm going to try to, to uh, get uh, at least a Modron. I'll let you as DM tell me like how many. It says I can magically influence a creature I can see, so I assume that that's only one.
1: Yeah, I think it's just, uh, just one, but uh, what do you cast? I mean what kind of save do they make they have to... um and they do want to help you oh, okay uh but I will say that uh since everything is falling they're like even though they're on your side if you want to grab one it's like an opposed dexterity okay check to represent the falling and strength and opposed you know like a wisdom oh, okay I thought this was
3: gonna be like I really have to fucking convince these these fuckers to help us uh, uh okay then maybe I'll just grab I'll just try to grab one then
1: Okay, cool. I mean, you can still use that spell. I didn't mean to-, to I'll put it in my pocket.
3: That. Maybe I'll need it later. Okay. <laughs> cool. Uh,
1: so roll and imposed
3: either dexterity or strength check. Okay. Let's go with dexterity. That's better. Ooh, that's a nat
0: 20. Yes. <laughs>
3: so you uh, you lock eyes
1: with this Modra. Uh, it nods at you. <laughs> still it's diving just, through the air. <laughs> stupid head just- Links out and just throws an arm out like um like your your tandem
3: skydivers and and latches (laughs) on to you. Uh, You
1: you slow down a little bit. Anything else with your turn?
3: I might as well give Brett Elizabeth Bardick inspiration. Thank you. She doesn't have one yet. She's close enough.
4: Wow. How do you inspire me, Turbide? Actually, what you just did was yeah. inspiring. Uh, you I just, just, put just put on goggles, took off. Died, dove <laughs> yeah. in the air, grabbed a
3: Modron midair,
4: and, and then what the
3: hell, I, I'll pull out a concertina and pull a, do a, like a, just a fucking bitch in concertina
4: solo. <laughs> 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 I see all this <laughs> and I say, wow, maybe horses aren't the only cool creature on this earth.
3: <laughs>
1: Brenda Elizabeth, you almost hear the music under the crashing sound of this elevator ripping through the entire <laughs> office,
3: It's still incredibly inspiring.
4: There's like a gestalt that just places the music. I just, like my brain assumes the music.
3: <laughs> it's full on like action sequence music. It's hurdy-gurdying up.
4: Wow. It sounds like it's going into a really crunchy amp, but I don't even see one. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's plugged into the Modron. Yeah. Uh, it's like the doof warrior in, in Mad Max. There's just like bungee cords off these Modrons just like bouncing around. <laughs> uh, next up is Astrid.
0: Yes. Astrid, you,
3: you've started falling.
1: Uh, make a perception check for me.
0: Sure. Well, that's a net one.
1: <laughs> okay, you don't notice anything. You don't notice shit. Great. Um, but you can still attempt to do the, uh, grab a, a Modron if you would like.
0: I will do that.
1: And you can use strength if you want.
0: Yes, I would love to. Um, Does this count as an attack?
1: It's a grapple.
0: Just because I was like, I'll go into a rage if it counts as an attack, but if not, Mm. I won't. Okay, Um, so
1: this it counts as a special melee attack to make a grapple, so I'll just say it counts for this.
0: In which case, I have two attacks. That's exciting. Uh, So I will go into a rage, and then, um, sorry, what am I rolling? Just a a pose strength? Yes. Great.
1: Or you can do athletics, sorry.
0: Oh great. Uh so the first one I got a dirty 20.
1: Okay. Uh you just beat it. Yes. Uh it rolled a an 18.
0: And then for my second attack, I got a 22. Wow.
1: They they were rolling really well, but you beat them both times. Uh so you have grabbed two of them. Okay. So you're holding two monodrones. You're still keeping up with people, but you know that like your impact would not be so devastating if you hit um great. And they, uh,
3: they're happy to be grabbed, uh, even though they're uh, <laughs> hey, it's, it's pretty it's, forceful. It's 2020, uh, you know, it's quarantine. Everyone's a little happy to be grabbed these days, I think, you know. <laughs> uh, and then uh, last up is uh, Brenda Elizabeth.
4: Okay. I'm just going to try and go after one of these little guys. If it's athletics, I have a plus two to it. That's a 14, plus two, 16. I'm okay. trying to decide if I'm going to use that Bardic inspiration. Uh, I might as well. It'd be good to get this. It,
1: it rolled a two. Oh,
4: yeah! So, yeah, yeah. I'll,
1: just, <laughs> I'll, I'll just give that to you. Uh, so you have grabbed one.
4: Okay, I've grabbed one. And does that count as my action?
1: That is your action,
4: yeah. Yeah, okay. Then, uh, yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that because I got my concentration going. And, uh, yeah, it seems like what I could do.
1: Tight. So everyone has grabbed at least one modron. Astrid has grabbed two. At the end of your turn, you notice as the... Elevator floor is tearing through this this tunnel. These, like, brakes are trying to kick in, but it's, it's smashing through the brakes themselves. It's becoming even more unstable and, like, kind of swirling around. It's fucking up the tunnel itself. You notice, like, oil and other pneumatic, like, kind of tubes and stuff that were attached to it are breaking off and just, like, spraying oil everywhere. There's weird little blue... Explosions that you kind of don't understand what they are.
3: No, the obelisk in front of you. (laughs) (laughs) This is this is terrible. (laughs) (laughs)
4: missing. (laughs) The obelisk is crumbling. My shirt has oil on it. (laughs) No, no, no! Stop! Stop! Make it
3: stop! Make it stop! Make it stop! (laughs) Make it stop!
1: So it's it's everything's looking pretty bad. But actually, since it's at the top of the turn, I'll let everyone make a perception check.
0: Great. Oh. Yeah, that's a little better. Sixteen.
1: I got a ten.
0: I got a eighteen.
1: Astrid and Brenda, Elizabeth, you notice that one of these monodrons is hit by the, like a bluish explosion, and it's not like actual fire. It, it's sort of like a, this type of electricity thing. You, you notice that it just immediately falls dead and just starts dropping. Oh god! It's sort of like an EMP. So anything robotic that it touches deactivates completely. Now, turbine, it's your turn
3: uh roll a d6 ooh interesting <laughs> that's a 2 okay you're safe nothing happened great uh, <laughs> <laughs> now you see uh, more modrons flying around tradix is also falling freely what do you do i am going to I don't know how much we care about tradix i'm going to try to grab another modron <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: wow
1: wow dark but
4: he was going to be our boss <laughs>
1: Uh, roll a opposed dex champ. Cool. Oh, no. That's a seven. Okay, so you you reach out for one. You miss it, though. And uh, this one wanted to be like... It feels like when you try to, like, nail a handshake. uh uh-huh. and, <laughs> oh. and, and you and you guys like hit each other in the hand and slip off it, it pats you on the back as you fly off anything else
3: for this turn I'll give Tradix my last bardic inspiration okay cool now it is Tradix's turn so, so I'll, I'll pass off that high as if it was cool like we meant to do that like go over there it, and it's like oh whoops like we're just doing a fun move here in the air <laughs> like play a little tune still still try to be very
1: cool
4: Turbide you are thriving at free fall <laughs> <laughs>
1: Then Tradix looks up to you, give him bardic inspiration, he sees that cool handshake, he's like, he's inspired. Now it's Tradex's turn. Tradix is also gonna roll a d6. Okay, two, he's fine, and he's gonna roll. Okay, he, he misses another grab and it's too low to even waste the bardic inspiration on. <music>
2: Rotatos, It is time to thank our next sponsor, Hero Forge. Did you know that from the 2nd of May to the 9th of May, which is right now, there is 10% off all physical miniatures. That's colour-printed plastic, premium plastic, regular plastic, bronze, and colour standees. You get 10% off And plus, there is free shipping, including international shipping, which means I will be getting on that right now, because it always costs me a bomb to order stuff from overseas, and I love the fact that there is free shipping included. You can also add new merch items whenever you want to your order, which includes Hero Forge pins, shirts, dice, whatever you want. There is no code necessary. Just head to HeroForge.com and start building today. If you don't know what Hero Forge is, because I don't know, you've been living under one of the many rocks of Amalar, it is a fully customizable tabletop miniatures. They are absolutely amazing. I've built so many of my characters in there to give me a nice little visual aid, and I've ordered some of them, and they just come out so, so well. So, if you want to get your custom mini in a variety of different materials, or even a downloadable file, if you're lucky enough to have a 3D printer at home, then you can do so at Heroforge, so that's Heroforge.com to start designing your custom miniature today. And don't forget to check back often, as there is new content added every single week. Heroforge.com today. 10% off until the 9th of May. You know where to be. That's it for now. Let's get back into this week's episode.
1: Ah. The comfort of your favourite
0: seat is now your comfy car selling command centre, thanks to Carvana.
1: Next up is Astrid. Roll a D6 for me at the start of your turn.
0: Six. Okay. Is that bad?
1: You go through an EMP blast. No! Both monodrones you're holding fall dead. and no! Unable to help you float anymore. You're just floating again, starting at zero. But you still have your action. Do we hey. know where
3: these blasts are coming from?
1: They're just sort of around. The elevator floor is scraping against the sides of the tunnel, and it's like breaking things that are causing this EMP to go off.
0: I guess I'll try for two more. Uh, mm, That's a 12.
1: Okay, it's an imposed strength check. (laughs) It beat you, unfortunately. It was too strong in the air. Uh,
0: Okay, Uh, and then my second one is... I'm gonna use that Bardic. It's a D6, right?
1: It's a D8 now. Oh, D8. You guys all leveled, I should say.
0: Great. Okay. That's a 19.
1: You grab one monodrone successfully. Great. Slowing yourself down a little bit again. Brenda Elizabeth, your turn.
4: Okay. So I roll a d6 to see if this bot, this thing does something to me. I rolled a two.
1: Okay, you're good. Okay. You're holding, currently holding one monodrone. Uh, you're swirling around trying to catch more, what do you do?
4: Does it look like this thing that takes the electronics away? Does it look like it's going to affect turbided astrid next round as well?
1: It just depends. As you look down the tunnel, the elevator floor is continuing to fuck everything up, uh-huh. so it looks like it could be an ongoing issue.
4: Okay, so then can I guiding bolt this thing that undoes the electronic stuff?
1: I think that they're, they're just kind of spread out through these this uh, elevator shaft. Okay. Like, if you guiding bolted one, all the rest of them would still be a problem.
4: Okay, That I will just try to grab another one of these monodromes three plus two is a five i almost feel like i shouldn't use my bardic inspiration yet
1: yeah that's you can use either strength or or DEX for grapple checks i
4: think okay then in that case i'll use DEX. i'll use acrobatics so it's plus four so it's a seven
1: okay let's see what this monodrone gets ooh rolled really low it only rolled a four Yes. So you grab one. You got two. I
4: wear them on my shoulders like uh, shoulder pads, like an '80s business woman. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Damn, that's cool. <laughs> Almost looks like she's standing still, except she's <laughs> on either shoulder. She, lo- she looks like Samus from uh, Me- a Metroid.
0: <laughs>
1: <fun>. <laughs> and that's the end of the second round. On the third round, uh, we're back at the top of the order. Turbine, it's your turn. How many uh, monodrons do you have at this point?
3: I have one. Okay. Oh, and roll a d6 Oh, yes, yes. Let's see if something happens to me. I got a three. Okay. So uh, as
1: this elevator floor is ripping through this tunnel, it's like spinning off its axis. It hits some pipes, breaking them, shooting oil out. It covers the monodrone you're currently holding. Make a uh, dexterity saving throw to see if you hang on to it. From my slippery oily
3: drone.
0: Yeah. No, my and I'll slippery say because oily. Because you're wearing those magnet boots. Yes, you have advantage on dex.
3: Oh right. Well, I'll use that twice because that one wasn't very good. I rolled a a six first time, and then my second one. That is a 17 plus three for 20.
4: Oh. Oh, yeah. Do you nice. maintain your
0: still cool
3: <laughs> I try to pass it off as real cool still somehow even though it's like very goofy
1: why is why is Turbine always trying to get like somehow getting cooler and cooler as every fight goes off <laughs> now it's your just your turn you can try okay. to grab another one
3: yeah and that seems like the thing to do so I, I'll uh, I'll just try to grab another one uh, that's another uh, opposed dex check is that right? yes and should I have been rolling that last one with advantage too because of the mag boots? I forgot about that ability. No, it's for that's oh, for saves. Pros versus, for saves. Okay, uh, cool. Yeah. All right, let's try. I'm gonna dra- try to grab another little flying thing. How are we doing here? That's a thirteen. It
1: rolled a thirteen. Ooh. So does that mean you roll off? I don't know. What that means. Or actually, roll it, it rolled a fourteen. It has a plus oh, one. Oh come on. It. Oh sorry. All right. Brutal. Absolutely
3: brutal. Wow.
0: You'll um. <laughs> never come back from this.
1: Oh Okay.
3: <laughs> that was so cool too.
0: <laughs> so cool
3: with my oily Motron.
4: It's <laughs> okay. You still hug on to what? That's impressive.
1: Yeah. Next up is uh Tradix. He's gonna try to grab one as well. Um he rolls a fourteen. <laughs> this <laughs> this monodrone. They're trying to help, but just representing the fall is their po- opposition to this, and it rolled a Nat twenty and it just nails him in the face and keeps going. <laughs> So, it
4: does not seem like your employees respect you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> ah, ow. To me, doesn't mean to my face. <laughs> After that, is Astrid.
0: Great. I rolled a three. Give me that oil.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, you get hit by some oil as well. Great.
0: I also roll with advantage on decks because I can see this happening. And I got a 14 on my decks.
1: okay they rolled a five so you grab another one successfully
0: great wait no this was that was my that was my oil decks.
1: oh never mind sorry uh so yes uh you passed the saving throw
0: mm. yes i i do an even cooler dance than turbine <laughs> don't look at what turbine
4: was doing impossible him i created my own thing Wow, you can just tell how much money on dance on dance lessons Astrid spent—just <laughs> an
0: astronomical amount of money.
4: It really pays off, Astrid. A real clodhopper,
0: but thinks she's really good at ballet.
3: I'm just I'm just seething watching how cool Astrid's dances. Like
4: oh, she's so go good at everything.
3: You really get a sense for how
1: tall this building is uh, by the fact that you've gotten into a dance fight. <laughs> Yeah, make your uh, checks.
4: Brenda Elizabeth, just for the record, does not dance with without a pony. So you know, <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Brenda
0: Elizabeth's just sitting for on so the pony as the pony is dancing. <laughs> okay, uh, that first one is a ten.
1: Okay. Oh, it rolled a three. So you grabbed another one.
0: Great. And then can I use this next roll to grab Traddix? Because he's tiny, right? Like I can. I yeah, yeah. I have two of these guys. I can just try and grab Traddix. Ooh, a nat 20. Ooh.
1: <laughs> Holy shit. So you're able to grab Tradix. You somehow reach through the air, guided by these monodrones, and are able to snatch up this little guy.
0: I'm not letting yeah. you die until I can kill you. <laughs> uh, please don't kill me as well. Whoa. He's got a big
1: monodrone imprint on his forehead. I, I'll say that since you grabbed him, how many do you have at this point? Three? I have two. Oh, you have two. Okay, so that was another grab. So that's the end of your turn, I believe. Yes. Okay. Um, so you've slowed down significantly. I think you would have to grab four now to not take any damage if you're holding Traddix.
0: That's fine. I mean, I take half damage anyway, and he didn't have any at this point.
1: Yes. Yeah, it was really sad. It would have been really weird if he just <laughs> just
0: died. And
4: died immediately.
0: <laughs> As we could have done something. Yeah.
1: Brenda Elizabeth, it's your turn.
4: I rolled a one. You're good. But, oh, okay, yeah.
1: Nothing to report. No pipes or EMPS. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank God.
4: <laughs> okay, then I'm just gonna reach out for. I'm gonna reach out for another one of these. A ten plus a 4, 14.
1: It rolled an eighteen. Uh, Maybe so I'll sadly... use my
4: bardic inspiration. Ooh, okay. fourteen. I would have to get. It's a, a, D8. a D8. higher. I feel. Yeah. I feel like let's do it. Let's do it. I rolled an eight. Yes. Hey. <laughs>
1: Brenda Elizabeth snatches another monodrone out of the air. Can
4: I maybe toss it to Astrid since I caught it since she's with Tradix? Yes.
1: Let's see what makes sense for that because I think I don't know it's guaranteed that she would grab it. Okay, then the I'll situation.
4: I'll I'll probably I should stay alive to heal people when they get hurt. So
1: cool. So you have three. So you're guaranteed you at this point are safe.
4: So now the '80s shoulder pads have migrated to being a little crown around my head.
1: <laughs> Brenda Elizabeth, fully still from CEO mon- to
4: monarch.
1: <laughs> your hair, your your. Your razor-thin hair whipping around the air. This is Uh, so
4: dangerous. If my hair got caught in some of these gears, (laughs) I could get my first haircut of my life, and I'm really not looking for that.
1: (laughs) That ends the third round. At the start of the fourth round, the elevator platform picks up speed. It's going really, really fast now. It's, like, kind of warbling, like... It feels like a fucking Transformers movie. It's, like, a big, like thing with sparks flying off of it. As it gets faster and faster, you look down in time for it to slam into the floor of the lobby (gasps) and completely shatter the lobby floor. Oh, no. Bits of debris, nap pods, that like old-timey guy behind the canteen. (laughs) Not
3: the old-timey guy. Uh, Oh, my friend. Essentially
4: falling into a very dangerous, sharp, glass-filled ball pit.
1: It's essentially like that, except <laughs> once it shatters through, it keeps going.
3: Oh no. It shatters through the floor. The sub basement.
4: False floor? Yes. Oh, I've never been in a sub basement before. <laughs> Turbine, the obelisk has a basement. No! <laughs> oh,
3: start like writing scribbling notes. <laughs> okay. The sub- <laughs> Turbine, the obelisk has a bas- basement. Record for later. Ever, ever <laughs> pay attention to what you're seeing so I can write it down later? <laughs> Yeah, you guys are seeing as,
1: uh, like, this is happening in real time, so it's like nap pods are flying through the air, uh, a painter bot, like, whizzes by your head, Astrid, uh, everything is flying around you in almost, like, slow motion, but as the floor breaks beneath the elevator, you continue to free fall, and you continue to fall, but the air pressure has changed now, Hmm. and the air feels, like, moist and sort of stale, And you look down, and you're still falling. You see the elevator platform spinning in the air like a coin, and it slams down into something really deep below you, shattering. And that's when you see that the entire ground is glowing with this red surface below Uh-oh. You're now deep below the bottom of the obelisk, uh, at what must have been the start of the entrance to the mines of the Bonapur Mountains. Uh, you see endless glowing metallic roots spill out from the obelisk, uh, going deeper and deeper, like pulsating with red light. You can't help but remember that sinister voice you heard moments ago hissing about plans that were too far along for you to stop. Uh, and that's what happens at the top of the fourth round. Turbine,
3: it's your turn. All right. I I, uh, I mean, I don't think I have any other choice. It's just like, <laughs> you know, wiping the soot off my goggles and, and I point at one of those stupid fucking motor. <laughs> on Motoron! It's like it's like I'm coming for you! And I, I reach out for it.
1: Okay, you have broken through the tunnel. There are no more traps okay. at this point. Oh, uh, so yeah, just make a uh, roll.
3: Okay. <laughs> That's a six. What do you add? Anything? Add anything to that? Uh, I already added the things to that.
4: <laughs> okay.
1: We'll see what this. Uh, how many do you have at this point? One. What? Okay. Oh right. no. It rolled a four. <laughs> Hell yes. You do a really firm handshake with one. It's, it's really uncharismatic. It doesn't look very cool. No, it looks pretty cool. to you at this point. <laughs> uh, next up is Tradix. He's on the shoulders of Astrid. He's going to try to make a grab uh, while holding on to you. He rolls a 17. They both rolled. Let me see what he adds. To He's this. got it's a
3: bardic inspiration, both... too
4: yeah
1: oh then he's going to use that and that with that he'll automatically hit pass because they have the same roll so now you guys have four uh, asteroids. great you are i think at this point safe brenda elizabeth it is your turn
4: okay i will i got a 14 to try to grab one and i don't think there's any way for me to modify that
1: we're all the 18 okay. okay so how many do you have at this point? i have three okay so you you won't take any damage astrid only needs four because she had tradix okay astrid uh okay so that's the end of the round
0: wait tradix i had t- i had two and tradix just got one so i've got three so i should i should roll to make sure mm. that i get that last one
1: apologies yeah yeah great let's go back to astrid
0: great that's a nat 20 <laughs> oh,
4: <yeah. laughs> so, so yes.
0: i'm rolling well today thank god this is the first time I've asked you. You look I'm like
1: well. a balloon salesman at this point. <laughs> <laughs> You're just floating like Mary Poppins, yes, dancing. <laughs> uh, great. So you have as many as you need. You have one more turn, though, if you want to try to throw one to turbine.
0: Yes, I will do that. Absolutely. That is a twelve.
1: Okay. Uh, let's see if you get it. Oh rolled a 10 so you grab one and you you huck it at a turbine great turbine i think you're just trying to hit its armor class with an attack i think that makes sense for this an attack uh
3: would i use my weapon or you know what maybe (laughs) let's
1: not change it up for the very end i think it's just another grapple check so uh but since she's throwing it at you it's with disadvantage
3: okay cool uh still cool to use dex yes cool disadvantage so first roll that's a 10 Second roll is an 18, so that'll be 10 plus three is 13. Okay. Roll a five. Yes. You got
1: one final one. <laughs> uh, and since there are, are no more um, no more traps, now that uh, there's no more EMPs or oil falling on you because you've broken through the tunnel, you guys safely float down to the bottom, landing on this sort of endless surface of just Tubes.
3: I lock eyes with Astrid and do like a little pirouette as I land. You know, just sort of like finishing off I dance. do a
0: double pirouette. I do two and, of them.
3: And I just, I spin again. I spin a third time.
0: I, d- I do a backflip.
3: <laughs> I try to do a backflip, but I land on my head and it kind of makes a bad cracking sound. Yes! Once our Yes! Te- once again,
1: our team missing the point entirely of what's going on. I start banging the floor. Yes, I also start banging <laughs> start the floor. <laughs> it's really
0: soft. Um,
1: so you're in what should be a dark cave entrance to the to the the mines of the Bonber Mountains, and you know that going deeper and deeper into the mines is Burmire, the lost Dwarven city that uh, you know Astrid, your family would be from. Mm-hmm. You've only ever heard about this because that the Obelisk came and sealed all of this away, you know, 50 years ago. So it's been a really long time. It's very eerie to be down here you know that it should be dark but this red light is kind of giving you this underlight as you look around this big open cave entrance you see these tubes of all different kinds there's like there's red glowing tubes there's there's a few like purple ones there's some that look like pneumatic tubes uh there, there's it just keeps going further and further into every crevice of this mind. We can all see um, this,
3: but I am just listing all these. Th- I'm listing all the tubes to everyone. When, like a twelve year old, like super excited about Pokemon, and is just like going on and on about it, and, like giving you way too much information. It's like that, but with tubes for me. <laughs> like, oh, that's a blue tube, but mm-hmm. that's a red tube. That looks like a pneumatic tube. Oh, look at these tubes over here. They don't make tubes like this anymore. Can I
0: just put my hand over turbine's mouth? <laughs> Turbine, are any of them male tubes?
3: Are any the male tubes? <laughs> Roll it. Insight check. Uh, that is sixteen. Okay. No. <laughs>
0: uh, can I can I do a perception check on them using my smith knowledge? I have smith tools. Does that give you a proficiency to anything, or? or y- I think it adds proficiency to insight. Oh
1: right right yeah so use um your proficiency and and Great. roll to see if that makes any sense. To you.
0: Um, I got a lower thing on insight this time. I got a. Uh, 10
1: (laughs) okay you don't really know like it's kind of you know that it's Mm -hmm. a similar technology to like the more advanced stuff you saw in the obelisk a lot of the tubes are made of metal but it's like kind of like this like weird grown metal like it doesn't feel like man-made if that makes sense
0: this would look incredible in the hotel they feel like veins (laughs) Ooh, can we um because is it clear which way the the liquid inside them is flowing.
1: A lot of them are flowing in different directions. But everybody, make a perception check. Uh, Nineteen. Ted. Uh, I got an eighteen. You hear muffled screams, and you look around and you notice <laughs> it sounds quieter than it should be. And you see um, what looks like <laughs>
3: guys have got good news and bad news. <laughs> <laughs> the bad news is there's screams. The good news is they're muffled. <laughs> You
1: see a body going through a tube, uh, screaming, and it is a familiar looking form. Oh no. As it goes in and out of these like endlessly tangled network of tubes, you see it pop up and then go back under and then kind of pop up again. Like a dolphin. Um,
4: is that Brenda Elizabeth's boyfriend?
1: <laughs> it looks a lot like him.
4: Oh, I, I guiding bolt the tube to try to break it.
1: <laughs> okay, you can try to guiding bolt it. Uh, it may not break. Make an insight check first.
4: Okay. My uh, inside is 15.
1: Okay, it just feels like uh, too thick to actually break the side of it. Um, okay. You feel like even if you could cut into it right here, it would take too long and you would lose the, the person in there.
4: Okay, well, maybe we should follow it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I uh, horse gallop towards where <laughs> it's going.
1: Yeah. Traddix is like, uh, I, I didn't. I just want to be clear that I had no idea that all of this. Yeah, I've got a
4: Brenda Elizabeth is going to turn around, uh, in this space where the soil clearly has never been touched by hooves. She feels, uh, she feels anger, as she grabs it by the throat. She says, "What are you doing with my boyfriend? <laughs> I mean, not my boyfriend. Yeah, what are, my the, boyfriend? what are you doing with with her boyfriend?
3: Yeah, what are you doing with her boyfriend? I I I I am
1: not I want to be as clear as possible I am not doing anything at all. I had no idea that this was down here and I if I'm being completely honest I think I've been made a fool.
0: So you were just throwing children down tubes and just not asking where they were going?
3: Yeah, that's tube craft 101. You got to know where those <laughs> tubes lead. You can't <laughs> just throw things in tubes.
0: I haven't even taken TubeCraft craft 101 and I know that. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Look. What you're talking
1: about is one of the first tenets of tubecraft, but I gotta admit that I got a little lazy with it, and I did tell them to. I I don't know what's going on, but I think um, Bubbles is not who I thought he was, and I and I think that um, I don't know. I I feel like I.
0: So you're blaming the robot? I always knew that there was blaming the robot. Huh?
1: Typical. The room. Well, he's got a brain in there i don't know that i should give you my whole backstory right now because it's a <laughs> it's a doozy it's a complicated at a moment but um i'll i'll just say that yes I, I i was pretending to be a barnabas because this place had a long list of barnabases that led this place and um i don't really huh <laughs> he holds up his like little amulet and he, he you can tell that he's pretty fucking sad Mm.
4: okay well brenda elizabeth ponders this but only for a brief second because time is of the essence and she knows it's time to become that which she doodles and she shakes out her stringy maid and pursues where she saw her boyfriend but not boyfriend uh in the tube
1: okay these tubes are going to all different caverns but you think you can pinpoint it down to this one this one pathway where it seemed like that that body was going down um do you guys want to Sneak, or are you are
3: you just running at full speed, or like? What I'd like to do is this is a bonk that we're following. Bink, bink, bonk. You can't tell. You can't tell. It, t- it was, was a, a blur. Twin in a tube. A twin. to
4: tube. <laughs> then where did the God. other twin go? What if we're going after Bink? That'd be so embarrassing. Oh. I have no interest in Bink. Everybody um, hates Bink.
3: Can I? Uh, I'd like to cast Locate Object on Bronk, Bink, on. Uh... <laughs> Uh, or or if I'm not allowed to cast it on a person, on on the money that I gave them, uh, to get into the festival, in the first oh thing, Oh, my God. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, to to locate the object of of my coins that I gave them and use that to to track where they're going, and then we could be a little more stealthy, but still know where they're going.
1: I'm sorry to do this, yeah, but if I remember correctly, you just paid for them, so you never gave paid them to money.
4: give them uh, wristbands, though, to get in, presumably. Ooh, yes.
1: Ooh, yes. I think <laughs> just just because I've listened back to it yes, several, yeah, like, yeah, several sure, times. yeah yeah sure sure, it seemed like the language of it was that you you
3: went to the to
1: like went to the I uh, uh, gave it to them. I didn't the give it to them. them but maybe well? you could just do
4: it on their shirt because you interact with yeah, them. yeah yeah with them. sure.
3: It was just it felt more fun and circular. <laughs> yeah to, yeah no to I think to justify just my fun. bullshit. I just don't want to get called on it. Sure no, sure no, that's fine. Yeah. Well, in any case, I'd like to cast locate object on something that who we who we who gonna follow, Bink or Bonk, Bonk. Bonk.
4: And that's what Ashford said, anyways.
1: Great. <laughs> uh, Bonk has like a little bit of a, a clip on his uh, has a little rat tail with a clip on it.
3: <laughs> Great, I'll I'll locate
4: an object on <laughs> on the on, rat tail on, on
3: his greasy little rat tail clip, and uh, it's right. kind of
4: a euphemism for what I've done with it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> now I can, what was it? It's, if the object is in motion, you know the direction of its movement. Uh, you can sense the direction of the object's location as long as that object is within a thousand feet of us. And yes.
1: Okay, so uh, you f- you feel it going in that direction.
3: Okay. So, since I have no kind of where it's going, I'm I'm gonna kind of like be a little a little cautious when I'm entering going down these tunnels, cool. since I don't need to worry about keeping up with it.
4: Brenda Elizabeth is probably not thinking clearly, but if someone were to say, "Hey, we should stealth," I could pass <laughs> pass without trace on us. <laughs>
3: cool.
4: I mean, I think there's no no harm in doing that. Okay, then since I'm still in my dragon form, I will have advantage on my concentration checks. So that's dice. Cool.
1: Oh
3: yeah. It's it's just dressage. You're like tiptoeing as a horse.
4: <laughs> uh Still wearing my still wearing my crown of monodrones. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Tranix looks at Turbine he's like, you're just
3: so cool. I feel like I wish I was like you when I was your age. I wish I was like, well, I mean, Ah-hem. I've learned a lot about you recently.
0: <laughs> Astrid, are you okay? Ah-hem. What?
1: Astrid, thank you for saving me. You're welcome. Um, if we get out of this, I'll give you a bunch of money, I think. <laughs> um,
0: as a minimum, as a minimum, you'll give me a bunch of money. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. You guys... Continue to sneak down these tubes and sneak gallop. You,
4: a classic sneak gallop. Sneak gallop.
1: Brenda <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth sneak galloping. Uh, Astrid and Turbine sort of dancing still. <laughs> so you follow the screams as they get louder and louder into what looks like an open cave door. That's a more hollowed out area that looks like it could be a laboratory. Uh, there's tons of like spare warforged parts and piles of robotic arms and legs and, and some heads and just generally broken down machine parts in the corner. You see the exit of the tube that Bink was in, fortunately wasn't Bob, <laughs> uh fall out into like it, it almost looks like a slide in a play place, uh, just <laughs> slip out into like this larger vat of goop. Wow. And within that larger vat, you see several humanoid forms like kind of like against the glass trying to like free themselves but like they can't they don't have any purchase on this like glass wall they're just kind of slipping around and you see one huge form in there but you kind of can't really tell what it is
4: and again this glass like when we see this we can assume that this glass is too difficult for us to break there's no point in trying to break it break them free
1: yeah it seems like pretty impenetrable okay you also see nearby like to the right of these this glass tank uh, a few bodies tied down to slabs mm. uh unconscious or unmoving you Gosh. can't really tell what's going on you also see a form standing over a table working on something and you can't see them but uh, they have like a cloak on and they're being assisted by this like warforged robot they wear like a purple hooded robe at first glance it almost looks human But uh, as you listen on, like, you can hear these, like, whirring noises. It also seems to be a Warforged robot. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to get all new episodes months early and hear the exclusive art barks over on our Patreon. Zach Oyama was your Dungeon Master for this episode, and the characters were Emily Axford
2: playing Brenda Elizabeth, Mike Trapp was Turbine Pizzles Inc, and Siobhan Thompson is Astrid Starborn. This episode was edited and produced by Zach Oyama and Jasper William Cartwright.
4: Bye! Bye!